0: We'll hand-select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real-world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 146 with social media strategist Katie Lance. Katie is the founder and CEO of Katie Lance Consulting, where she specializes in social media, tech trends, video marketing, and content strategy. After a successful 10-year run with Cutco Vector, Katie got into a career in marketing, branding, and social media strategy, then started her own business in 2012. In striving to stay on top of the social media wave, Katie has developed her expertise and is teaching others about how to build their personal brand social media is the greatest tool for building that brand, attracting business, and extending your influence. In this short snippet, Katie shares numerous actionable ideas to help you hashtag GetSocialSmart. She explains how to differentiate the various platforms, and she talks about how to have a strategy for intentional social media use versus the mindless scroll that happens for most people. She gets into concepts like creating content that you own and Building Real Connections, and she provides specific advice for young entrepreneurs to start the process of building their personal brand online. I know you'll get some real value from this short episode, and this is such an important subject for anyone, so please share this with others in your network today. You can also consider supporting one of our sponsors by visiting changinglivespodcast.com slash deals. You'll find an amazing deal there for Organifi, something I use all the time, as well as Brain Fuel and Good Weather Wine, which were founded and run by Cutco Vector alums. To hear more from Katie Lance, remember to revisit our full conversation at episode number 146. So you specialize in social media and content strategy. And, uh, your book, you wrote is called the get social smart. Tell us what it, uh, it means to get social smart in this day and age.
1: Well, the book was really kind of inspired by just really this idea of like, I don't think social media, I don't think it's the end all and be all. I mean, I love it. It's, it's the business I'm in, but I also don't think it's like the silver bullet. You know, it, it doesn't replace this. It doesn't re- I mean, even though you and I have kept in touch over the years on Facebook, there's still nothing like talking right, mm-hmm. face-to-face or virtually face-to-face. And so I really think that, you know, there's a lot of value in having a strategy, having a plan. As much as I love social media, social media is rented ground. We don't, we don't own it, right? So I really believe in the philosophy of creating assets that go with you wherever you go. Things like video content, podcast content, like what we're doing here, blog content, building your email database. Those are things that... Regardless of what happens with Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you're on, those are those are yours, right? You own mm-hmm. those, and those are assets that as you build your your library of, of assets that you know makes makes a big difference.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, unpack that a little bit for us. Like, what are some of the things that people should be doing to be able to build their presence?
1: You know, I think the big mistake a lot of people make with social media is they they look at it like. Like it's just a marketing platform where it's like this one way street of like, Hey, call me today. Are you looking for this? I could help you, you know? And I would say for most of us, when we go on social media, we want to see our friends and family. And if we happen to see an ad here and there, we're okay with that. But if, if our feed just started turning into nothing but ads, we would all leave. Right. So Mm -hmm. I, I think as someone who is wanting to use social media for business in a smart way, I think it's important to think about how can you bring value? You know, um, how can you be helpful? And if we think about our own social media use, you know, when we post something, you and I post a a selfie or maybe you post a picture of our kids or something, nine times out of 10, a lot of us, we look back a few minutes or a few hours later to see who liked it, who commented, did someone share it? And I often say, you
0: mean I'm not the only one that does that?
1: (laughs) Exactly. No, you're not. (laughs) We all do it. Right. And a like is one thing. A comment is a whole other thing, but a share—a share is like the ultimate currency in social media, right? So, how do you get someone to share your content? Well, nine times out of ten, they're not going to share your sales pitch, but they're going to share something really valuable, something that inspired them, something that made them laugh, something that maybe was poignant, or something really informative. And so, that's kind of one of the things we talk a lot about: is is you know, in your own industry, whatever industry you're in, what are the questions you get asked all the time? How can you be of value? And then that kind of unpacking that and creating content, whether it's video content, podcast content, that that's valuable, you know? And what happens when you do this over the course of time and you do so consistently, that's the, that's the other key thing is, as you know, this consistency, which I learned, of course, from my days with Vector, it's like consistency counts. Anybody can go out and, you know, have a grand day, but do it again, <laughs> do it again. Right. Right. And so that consistency is what it's all about. And over the course of time, what happens when you, Put out good content that's valuable, that answers people's questions, that's inspiring or or funny or informative. You will start to hear things like, I see you everywhere. I feel like I know you. I feel like you're in my head. And those kind of people, when they're ready to work with you, they're ready to work with you. They know you, right? They're calling you. And that's the difference between attracting business versus chasing leads.
0: Hmm. That was an awesome distinction right there at the end, attracting business. Versus chasing leads, and so what? What I'm hearing is that on whatever platforms we use, we should be thinking about putting things there that aren't just our pictures of our kids and those things, which are good, right? Yeah, absolutely. But but also things that are adding value to the audience, things that somebody might read and go, "Hey, I didn't think about that. That's pretty cool," right? Or they might learn something from, or they might want to share with others because it was so compelling, right? Right. Exactly. And how about the different social media platforms? Is there anything you could say to differentiate those in, in the minds of the listeners?
1: I think what you need to look at is two things. So number one, where do you like spending your time? Like, where do you enjoy? Is it is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? LinkedIn's a great platform. LinkedIn is one of the only professional, if not the only professional social media platform. Is it Twitter? Is it is it Pinterest? Is it TikTok? I think that's number one. Where do you like spending time? Where do you enjoy And number two, which is almost as important, if not more important, is where are your customers hanging out, right? Mm. So you might love TikTok and it's super fun, but like where's your ideal prospect actually hanging out? I think TikTok's really fun, but my ideal customer is not hanging out on TikTok. Mine personally are on Facebook and Instagram. So that's for me, that's where I spend the majority of my time. I think whatever platform you choose to be on, though, I think it's really important that it's not just you broadcasting, right? So content's important. Relevant content's important. But I also think it's really important to be intentional about taking time. And I do this to this day. I do this every day. I take 10 or 15 minutes every morning and I do something called Focus 5, which actually now that I'm saying this out loud, I think I got that idea from Vector <laughs> back in the day. And for me, Focus 5 is I'm going to scroll through my feed, pick at least five people that I can intentionally connect with. Not just be a drive-by liker. I'll just jump in and like five things and then leave. Actually take a few minutes to say like, wow, damn, that's a great podcast. You know, I'd love to get more information about it. Or, wow, Susie, that's a great picture. Where did you take that? Like actually leave a meaningful comment, have a meaningful interaction with people. So regardless of platform, I think there's two pieces of social media. It's content, it's a tracking business versus chasing leads like we talk about. But it's also like that relationship building piece of it that builds that know, like, and trust and relatability factor.
0: So if someone's a young vector manager, you know, they don't know if they're going to be here for a career forever, or if they're going to, you know, if this is going to be a chapter in their life, what's something that you would recommend that they be doing to be, you know, really begin this process?
1: I mean, I would say a couple things. I mean, I would say just make the most of your time, like soak up as much as possible, you know, make the most of this, of this experience, like pick the brains of all the amazing people that work at Vector. I think that's one of the things I've always loved is just like the caliber of people who work for Vector and just to soak that up, you know, say yes to those opportunities to, to do things, to maybe go outside your comfort zone a little bit. And then I would also say, you know, kind of back to what I was saying earlier, you know, use this also as an opportunity to, to build your own personal brand. If you don't have your own domain, look to see if that's available, you know, own your own name at a minimum and realize that even though you're, you're with Vector, you still have your own, your own brand. Right? your own personal brain. And that will go with you wherever you go, whether you you know, stay long-term with Vector or you choose to take the next chapter, whatever that might be. So yeah, I just would encourage you to, to, to think about that. And I would also say too, that it's not enough just to have like a URL, right? It's like, okay, that's, that's the easy thing. We could just go online, pay 10 bucks. The, the other piece of it is, is there an opportunity for you to start telling your story to be helpful and maybe it won't turn into anything. I started my podcast a year ago and to be honest with you, part of it of course was for business, but the other part of it was, you know, I wanted a place to be able to tell some of my stories. And if anything, I wanted a place where my kids one day when they grow up, if they want to listen to some of the stories of, you know, what my college experience was like, and you sold knives and college, what was that like? All those stories, I wanted a place for my kids to uh, have some of that. So I just think we're, we're leaving this digital legacy. And we're leaving this little digital breadcrumbs over the, over the years. And if you think about, you know, your kids, your grandkids, they're going to know more about us than we ever knew. So I would, you know, to your original question, Dan, if if I was a manager right now, like I said, soak up everything that you can, but also think about, is there an opportunity to, to tell your story, to build your own brand side by side? You know, I, I yeah. think that's such a valuable thing.
0: And somebody could simply be cataloging a lot of the things that they teach to others, putting them in, into writing, starting a blog, yeah. right? It, it doesn't even have to be their own personal webpage if somebody doesn't want to take the time to do that. But even something as simple as starting a blog is an easy way of, of doing that. It, LinkedIn offers the articles that you can make, I was just right? going to say that. Yes,
1: LinkedIn right? is a great yes. place for
0: them. Yeah, and, and it's particularly if people are cataloging, things they're teaching their, their team, things they are teaching their sales reps or their organization. You know, LinkedIn is a good spot for that because it's business content, right? Absolutely.
1: It's, it's perfect for that. And I know there's a, there's a paid version of LinkedIn, but you don't need that. I mean, at least for what we're talking about right here. Yeah. I I love the the blog function of LinkedIn. I feel like that's like the most underutilized piece of LinkedIn. It's absolutely great for that. And also what's great about blogging on LinkedIn is when you create a blog post on LinkedIn, that stays on your profile. So for anyone kind of, you know, checking out, you know, what, what's a vector, who's this manager, like that, it just lends to that little level of credibility But it's also a piece of content that you can share out elsewhere. You know, you can share a link to your LinkedIn blog post over on Facebook or Twitter or any social media platform. So I I agree with you. I think it's a great thing. I would just encourage people to really think, I think long-term, you know, I think sometimes when I I talk to salespeople and managers, it's like, they want the result right now. You know, I want the lead right now at the sale right now. And just remember, like relationships are built with small, tiny interactions over the course of time every like, every comment, every share, every email, like it, it all adds up. So be patient. You know, it takes time. It takes time to get known. It takes time to to build a community. But if you, you know, when I talked about earlier, this idea of attracting business versus chasing leads, if that resonated with you, you're like, I like that. Just know that you can do that. Anyone can do that. It just takes a little bit of time, right? It's a marathon, not a sprint. So just would encourage anyone listening to start thinking about, you know, creating their own content. What expertise do you have? What do you bring to the table? What are questions you get asked all the time? What are you you passionate about? Start there. And uh, there's lots of cool things that can happen when you do that.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.